coffee.com and from listener donations at wjffradio.org. Support for Radio Catskill comes from the Calicoon Theater, an updated vintage movie theater with new releases, film festivals, nostalgic screenings, live music events, and more. Information and schedule at thecalicoontheater.com. During the Great Migration, Black disc jockeys gave voice to the views of Black Americans. I'm Jackie Gales Webb. Join me for Hour 2 of the 25th Anniversary Edition of Black Radio, Telling It Like It Was, from PRX and the Smithsonian, honoring Black Radio's role in African American history and culture. Sunday afternoon at 1 on Radio Catskill. Good morning. Welcome to Catskill Character. I'm your host, Donna Fellenberg. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, and although I'm not a big fan, I'm always such a sucker for love. Love stories, the way people got together, how they make it work. So, in honor of love, I spoke to three different couples about their stories. The first, just starting out and about to get married. The second, A couple who've been together for over 30 years, and although very different, they have a beautiful, successful marriage. And the third, a couple both of whom have been married before, but this time it's not only a great marriage, but they work together every single day. So let's hear their stories, and let's always remember, at the end of the day, it's always about love. My first guests are very special and have a very sweet story to tell. Some of you may recognize the name Alex Duke. Alex is a former volunteer who began here in 2002 with Youth Radio, and they had a show called Radio Revolution, which was in 2003. Alex has been very busy since then. And in 2014, he went to New Zealand, liked it so much, and went back in 2016. And he has a wonderful story to tell because there he met his fiance, Rose Harris. Yes. Hi, Alex. Hi. <laughs> it's great to have you here today. I'm very excited. It's great to be here. It's great to be back on the JFF Airwaves after a very, very long time. And welcome to you, Rose Harris, from Wellington, New Zealand. Thank you. You can't see her, but she's a very beautiful redhead, and we like that around here. (laughs) (laughs) So, Alex, tell me how you met Rose. And Rose, you can jump in any time. Yeah, how I met Rose, I went back to New Zealand to work in November of 2016, and not long after I had arrived, it was December, it was getting close to Christmas time. And I was doing Christmas shopping for my brother and his family. And there's a store in on Victoria Street in Wellington called uh, Made It. It's a really wonderful store that just makes like handmade crafts from uh, people around the uh, Wellington area. And I used to go in there to buy stuff all the time from birthday cards to little gifts. And that day, it was like a week before Christmas, maybe even days before Christmas, Rose was there. Rose was behind the counter. I said hello and... There was something special about her. Like, I looked at her, and I looked in her eyes, and there was just something really, really special about her. And we bumped into each other a couple times afterwards, and then, I think, when was it, in March? Yes, it was March. March, yes. March of 17 was when we had our first date. And 
we just hit it off like mm. from the beginning. That is so lovely. Rose, when you first looked at Alex, did you say, hmm, there might be something here? To be honest, I wasn't sure to begin with, but he, he kept coming back to the store. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and slowly I, I kind of thought, wow, there's, there's something interesting about this guy. He's different. Well, you know, in radio, we have to become very persistent. So I don't know if he was always like that, <laughs> but WJFF may have lent itself to him be, being so persistent, and hence you are here together today. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so is that why you're getting married in March? Is it because that's when you met? We're getting married in March because um, Alex's parents normally take the trip down to New Zealand at that time of year, so they'll be there um, for the wedding. Yeah, so um, I have a brother who also lives in New Zealand, and he has uh, a small family, an uh, eight-year-old and a two-year-old. And so my mom and dad come to New Zealand every... It's summer down there when it's winter up here, like uh, February and March, and they come down to enjoy the New Zealand summer and to visit. And so... Uh, it's kind of both ways that we, you know, we plan the wedding so when they're there and also, you know, around the time that we met to make mm -hmm. it a little bit extra special. I wonder how your mom feels about two of her sons moving to New Zealand, which is not a hop, skip and a jump. But it's a great excuse to go down there. I'm mm. sure she loves it. Yeah, they, they both love it. They She's such a good photographer as uh, well as... Uh, my father's the photographer. Oh, your father's the yeah. photographer. And here all this time I thought it was... She's a potter and a photographer. <laughs> no, uh, she's the potter. My, 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 my father is the photographer. Oh, good boy. They're so talented, both yeah. of them. Well, I'm very excited for you guys. And thank you so much for stopping in. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day down there? We do. We oh. do. The same way we do up here? Pretty much the same. Roses, dinners, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How has he been doing so far? Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He's a very yeah. romantic guy. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I try to make things, I always look for ways to make things extra special. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, much luck to both of you and have a beautiful wedding and a wonderful new year. It'll be, it'll be 2020 when you get married. Yes. Have a great first year. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for stopping in. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's, uh, it's great to be here again. It's great to have you here again. I'm so happy to meet both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm here today with a, a slightly older couple than the first couple you met. This is Bronwyn and Kevin Curtis. And you've been married how many years? 33. 33 long years. <laughs> Very long years. <laughs> 33 years. How do you keep it alive? Sense of humor. Yep. I liven it up pretty good, I believe. I make her laugh a lot. Are, are you a jokester? Are you are you a punner? Are you a practical joker? What do you do? I'm not a practical joker. I just I just try to make her smile all the time. I do. Not are you doing serious. cartwheels on the front lawn? Kind yeah. of funny. Oh yeah. yeah I, I'm not very good at it. But, yeah. <laughs> you want to, don't want to know what he really does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna get off that topic. Yeah. So I know that both of your girls are grown and out of the house. So what did the two of you do for Valentine's Day? Now that they're out of the house, <laughs> we usually go out to dinner. Yeah, we'll go out to dinner. Mm -hmm. That's it. But 
That's pretty much it. I mean, one time we we played Valentine's Day trivia. Yep. That's how sort of risky. Yeah. I mean, Kevin's birthday is the 13th. February 13th. Oh. So we celebrate his birthday and Valentine's Day together. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I, as I get older, I'm less of a Valentine's Day kind of person. Yeah. I, I, I think of it as a Hallmark Day. What do you think? Yeah. I agree. We don't typically buy cards. or Occasionally we'll buy each other, you know, the little things, but mm. not often. Yeah. We'll get her some flowers if the local store has them. If it's convenient for you, Kevin, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't go far for them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the secret to staying together all these years? Humor and compromise, I mm. think. Yeah. Right? We're definitely we're definitely opposites. We're not even close to being Really? What yeah. who's what? Well, I like art and music and And yeah. I'm the Republican. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very liberal. We, we cancel each other out every four years. <laughs> well, you know, that, I think that's fantastic to see people that are sort of on the opposite ends of the spectrum in some ways getting along. That's such a tribute to who yeah. you are as people. Yeah. I guess you don't have long, arduous conversations about politics. No. No, we usually try to avoid that. Yeah. And yeah. Don't yeah. So you you stay uh, on the positive and you you help each other out and yeah yeah and he goes to concerts with me and I go to basketball games mm hmm yeah and you know we go to Bethelwood once a summer sometimes twice uh huh great yep I'll yeah. take her golfing with me sometimes oh and every Wednesday he takes me to the Bodhi Tree for my art yeah that's yeah. wonderful yeah. well well I did, I wasn't expecting that and that's such a great example to people that you know just because you're opposites politically doesn't mean you can't get along you can't be civil with each other exactly or marry to each other right for a long time for a long time <laughs> has he always been a republican yeah yeah oh. yeah yeah but he's he's softening up a little i think uh-huh the last okay. few years he softened up a little yeah right yes i have <laughs> yes. yes, I have, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> is it harder for you in November's when there's elections? Does it get a little more tense, or do you do the same thing you always do? You just sort of stay away from the. I, uh, I took the day off. <laughs> the last election, the he last took the election, day off I for me. He's concerned very early to take her out to a special restaurant she likes. Oh, way more. Yeah, I wasn't really I happy. I knew she was going to have a bad day. Wow. You're pretty <laughs> nice, Kevin. Yeah, we went really to the mustard great. seed, right? The mustard this seed. This is my favorite. Uh -huh. yep. They have good vegan food there. Okay, well, just for all you liberals out there, you liberal Democrats, you see there are nice Republicans who care about people. So I think that's a great message to have on Catskill Character. Yep. Not one I was expecting for my Valentine's show, but hey, I think this it's is about great. peace and love. Peace and love, baby. That's right. that's right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this with me. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. <laughs> This is Catskill Character on WJFF Radio Catskill. I'm your host, Donna Fellenberg. Today we're talking about love and relationships, and we're going to take a short break here and come right back, so stay tuned.
set it off with your host, Clyde Alvin Yates III. Set it off. Saturday night at 7. Set it off. On Radio Catskill. WJFF Jeffersonville, W233AH Monticello. Welcome back to Catskill Character. I'm your host, Donna Fellenberg. And if you've just joined us, today we're talking about love and relationships. In the first part of the show, I had a lovely young couple, Alex Duke and Rose Harrison. They're about to get married in March in New Zealand, and these two did not let Miles get in their way. The next couple I spoke to was Kevin and Bronwyn Curtis, who have been married for 33 years and are still having a great time together, despite the fact that politically she's a Democrat and he's a Republican. I love discovering that and listening to the respect and love that they have for each other. I think we could all learn a thing or two from them. In the second half of the show, I'll be speaking to Louie and Ellen Petraglia. They are a fabulous Catskill character couple who've both been married before, but this time marriage is definitely working for them. So let's get back to Catskill character and hear their story. Moving on to our next couple, I am very fortunate to have with me today two fabulous people from Liberty. You might know them from Floyd and Bobo's Bakery and Snack Palace. Snack Palace. I mean, come on. We have with us Ellen and Louis Petraglia. And I'm so excited that they're here today. The thing that's really incredible about Ellen and Louis is not only that they've been married for quite some time, but they work together. And then they go home together. So this takes a certain kind of chemistry. So let's let's talk. Tell me where you met. We were working in the film and television industry. I was doing more freelance. His company, his crew, was working on a project with Paul Newman um, doing the play Our Town. I was a production coordinator, and he was a key rigging grip. And there was a lot of chemistry right from the start. We were talking about music and food and just making a connection, and I instinctively knew that we were either going to be really good friends or boyfriend and girlfriend. (laughs) There was just something there. Did you feel it too, Louie? You know, absolutely. Right from the beginning, I felt it. You know, I worked with a lot of people, you know, lots of years in uh, the film industry. I knew things that I like to do, things I don't like to do. But what I really was missing was the right person in my life. Mm. And when I met Ellen, when I let my eyes on Ellen... Right there, there was some. There was definitely a connection, and my good friend turned to me and said, "Don't let this one go." And I said, "You know what, Dennis? I think you're right. I think this is this is the love of my life." At the beginning, I I really was in love with Ellen, and I didn't want to hurt her because I was just coming out of a divorce. So we exchanged numbers, and I think it was about. Six weeks later, Al? Yeah. And I called up and I said, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Ooh, did you say it like that? How did it sound, Al? 
You know, it was crazy because I was driving home from a friend's house. And like he said, we hadn't spoken about six weeks. And my phone rang and I pulled over to see who was calling me. And I saw his number. (laughs) And I stared at the phone. And I'm like, okay, well, wait. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Oh, no. I don't know what to do. You know, he left a message. So I called him right back. And then we sat, I sat in the car for about an hour talking to him before I got home. And then he's like, well, what are you doing tonight? And I said, I'm going out with you. (laughs) (laughs) So I drove out to, uh, Queens. Right. And we had, we went to Boulder Creek Steakhouse. He was on the Atkins diet at the time. (laughs) So I felt really guilty having my baked potato in front of him. He was was looking at it and, you know, I had to keep wiping the drool (laughs) off his mouth. But we had such a good time. And then it was like one date after the next. And I knew it. I knew it. And I told my sister, I was like, I met somebody really special because we just connected on so many levels. It was our work ethic, what we like to do, the music we like. You know, when I went to his house for the first time... I was like, wow, like you're these colors in your, you know, your uh, apartment. He had a good was, eye. He is so well, artistic. I, I had to have a good and, eye. <laughs> and he, everything was, you know, beautifully arranged. So, you know, I was really impressed right from the get go. And, you know, we, we talked a lot about family and food and friends, um, friends and just yeah, yeah, yeah. So, much, so many similarities a lot a lot <laughs> so when did you open the bakery the bakery opened up in um august 18th 2007 mm-hmm. so we met in 2003 uh louis had property up in jeffersonville up here already so he was he was kind of established up here you know coming up every weekend with his his puppy melvin he had like a little trailer on the property so when he met me you know he he started to tell me about having the property so we started coming up on the weekends you know we were working so hard we were in the city it was really getting tough i was working crazy hours we we actually hardly saw each other Sometimes I do these crazy jobs and it was yeah, live doing overnight live and, television and yeah. you know just I'd leave the set at 2 a.m. and then I'd have to be back on set at 5 a.m. Ooh, <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. So it was like, you know, come Not home. as exotic as it looks. Oh, is yeah, it? No, no way. No, not no. at all. As in way. Absolutely not. But what I'm really interested in yeah. is obviously you got married. Yeah. Yes. And you decided to open a bakery. I had um, always worked peripherally in food. So when I wasn't making money in production, I was doing catering, I was working in craft service, I was helping out a friend at a restaurant, so I, and my parents had a diner when I was like, you know, nine or ten years old, so always around food, always, you know, just the joy of my life, food, mm. you know, absolutely connecting to food and right. love and, I, and, and food. I like to eat so uh yeah. perfect that was my <laughs> thing i you know i come from italian heritage and my grandparents baked and cooked and i just and always if in you the put kitchen food in with front them. of me i'll eat it you know mm-hmm. if it's good if it's not good 
Yeah. Well, we could, uh, we could doctor it up a little bit and make it taste better. So I can see where this went because obviously you were getting burnt out. You Absolutely. were coming up here. You started looking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you just one day see this bakery f- was for sale or? Well, no. no. Um, it, it well, was... we would come into Liberty because we liked Liberty. We were always like going to the different little shops. You know, there was no place in the town oh. to really you know, you either had to have pizza or Chinese and or go to the diner outside of the main street. Okay. So I'm like, you know, it would be so nice to like do something up here. And we would see these little storefronts that were for rent and I'd go, hmm, how about that place? Or mm-hmm. How about that place? Or, you know? Yeah. So finally, we decided like 2007, let's do it. Let's yeah. just do it. We found the right place, the right storefront, but it wasn't. A bakery. It was a retail store. And we took the store, we gutted the store, and we built Floyd and Bobo's. Mm. And I just want to backtrack a little bit uh, about marriage. Mm. So we got married in 2010. We opened the bakery in 2007. We married on August 10th, 2010. No, I'm April, sorry. April, April 10th. Uh, April yeah. 10th, I'm sorry. Ooh, get that <laughs> oh, right. I'm get in trouble. <laughs> but we married in the bakery. We had two friends come to the bakery. I know I'm skipping uh, ahead. No, no, this is great. Go back a little bit. It was a, it was a pivotal point in our relationship and in, in partnership with the bakery mm-hmm. because we got married. We had a woman come over from the town hall. When we applied for our license, she was like, well, who's going to marry you? Well, I don't know. We didn't go that far. We didn't figure that out. We're not going to do it in a church or anything like that. And she's like, can I do it? I'm like, can you? She says, yes. So uh, Maureen yeah. was the uh, uh, our uh, officiant. officiant. Yeah. And then we had two friends come from that were friends from the bakery came and you know witnessed. We got married. Uh, opened up champagne, had a cupcake, and threw everyone out because we had a big order to do. And we were there until 11 o'clock that night because... We had a catering order to <laughs> do, We had a catering do, order actually. to do. We're in business. Oh, oh that is funny. Yeah. So you took out a, a, a little bit of time to get, yeah. Married. to get married. Yeah, 15 minutes. And 15 then you minutes. went back to work. And, and so you've been doing this quite a while now. What's it like working together all day long? What's the trick? Because obviously you two are still very much in love. Oh, what, absolutely. What's, the, what, what's that magic pill? What is it? I, I really do think it's humor. Mm. I do. I, I think it's so important to laugh. And not just laugh, but belly laugh. Mm. Yeah. Like we really just every find day. so much we have, uh, comedy. And, you know, because there's a lot of hard work and there's also a lot of hardships yes but we have what we call bathroom humor so we laugh at silly things stuff that it's not just a a joke like a george carlin or you know who i admire but we will do silly things like fart (laughs) 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 and and and, and laugh at it. And <laughs> I mean bathroom humor, but we mean bathroom humor. And it's not like, me though. Not, I not, don't. Not Ellen. Ellen would not do that. Well, I'll, of course, that. I knew that. And it's and I'll be in the back. We have two kitchens. There's a a a, a baked kitchen and a cook kitchen. So I'm in the 
sometimes in the back and I'm making sandwiches and stuff and Ellen is in the in the middle kitchen and she's making cupcakes or whatever and all of a sudden you just hear this noise and and oh. I only hear Ellen hysterical laughing. So you're telling me if I ever get up to Liberty yes and go into Floyd and Bobo's right and I hear a strange noise <laughs> it will be you passing gas and Ellen laughing. It, well, it could there be. There is the it secret really to a wonderful be. marriage. There you go. It oh is. God. Yeah. Flatulence. <laughs> Flatulence. There you go. Flatulence are funny. <laughs> you know, I just never know what people are going to tell me. Oh, my God. And that, uh, thank you for sharing that with me. Well, yeah. we don't share this with everyone. We, we well, now you will be. And hopefully it stays that, well, I guess it's not going to stay No, that this anymore. is the radio, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you know what? I, I'm delighted to meet you, too. Thank you. I love oh, your story. You. Uh, Louie didn't mention that one of the shows he was working on was The Sopranos. Yes. And that Absolutely. was a great, uh, fabulous TV show back in the, what was that, in the 90s? That, it, it started in 1999, yeah. and it, it finished in 2007, and that's when we opened the bakery. So, and actually, when we opened, two weeks later, Jim Gandolfini came up. As we know, he's gone yeah. five years now. He was a very, very good friend. We had a great relationship. We hung out together on set. And again, we were in a relationship because we worked 16 hours a day, five days, sometimes six days a week. Are you telling me you had a bromance? A bromance with Jim Gandolfini. <laughs> it just, it was, oh, it, he, nice. was he, he was really, truly so a, special. A, a, such a nice guy. Mm. And when, Ellen and I got together. I invited Ellen to set. So we were shooting at Satin Dolls. We were shooting at the Bada Bing. And I said, come to set, and, you know, I want you to you know, meet the people I work with. So she came to set. She saw, she saw my truck. She pulls up. I said, come on, I got someone to, you got to meet. And all of a sudden, the door flies open on the camper, and out comes Jim Gandolfini in his boxer shorts and his wife beater. It's like, are you Ellen? Come over here, and, <laughs> like in character, and uh, it was Tony Soprano. It was Tony Soprano, yeah, very special man, so wonderful, just a special, very mm. special person. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's great that you got to share him. Yeah, but he <laughs> yeah. did come up to the bakery. He did come up to visit when we first opened. Oh, that and was he great. To see what this was all about. Mm -hmm. So he came up. And um, we had a good friend of ours uh, cooking with us. He was teaching me how to do short order cook. He goes by Hoboken Eddie. So he cooked this fabulous dinner for Jim. And we ate and we hung out. We shut down the bakery, naturally, for the day. The word got out that he was there. So people were coming by. They're knocking at the door and coming to the back door. And they wanted to get his autograph. And a couple of people did. It was nice. It was just a nice day. And he blessed us at our bakery and that was it and that was the last time i i got to see jim unfortunately oh. because we were just so involved with our bakery i kind of left the film industry because i was now a baker and, and uh, a good one. Oh well thank you very much <laughs> well i think everybody up here is very glad that you did that and oh, i am so happy to meet both of you and thank you so much oh, for coming on so catskill character that wow. you were interested in speaking with us this is Awesome. Well, you didn't disappoint. This is great. Thank you so much. That's it for Catskill Character today. 
Many thanks to Alex Duke and Rose Harris, Kevin and Bronwyn Curtis, and Louie and Ellen Petraglia for coming in and sharing some very intimate details about what they think makes a relationship work. Catskill Character can be heard every Saturday morning at 1130 right after Rosie Starr's Farm and Country on WJFF. I'm Donna Fellenberg. I thank you for listening, and here's to love. Support for Radio Catskill comes from the Calicoon Theater, an updated vintage movie theater with new releases, film festivals, nostalgic screenings, live music events, and more. Information and schedule at thecalicoontheater.com. Support for WJFF comes from Two Queens, offering coffee, tea, and bees. Located in Pete's Plaza, Narrowsburg, New York. TwoQueensCoffee.com. And from listener donations at WJFFRadio.org. Support comes from the Homestead School, Lens Bay, New York. Montessori education and life skills for preschool through eighth grade on an 85-acre campus with farm animals. Award-winning solar-powered alternatives since 1978. Homesteadschool.com. Support for Radio Catskill comes from the Neversink General Store. Featuring an award-winning chef, smoked barbecue year-round, local products and catering. Now offering takeout. NeverSinkGeneralStore.com And from listeners like you. Next time on Ask Me Another, actor Keegan-Michael Key chats about his new audio series, The History of Sketch Comedy. And he helps us update the titles of Shakespeare plays to improve search engine optimization. Because you know what? There might still be people out there who haven't heard of the bard. You know, Shakespeare. So join me on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions. Sunday morning at 11 on Radio Catskill. WJFF Jeffersonville W233AH